Hello and welcome to Couple Next Door from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. CBS Radio brings you The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. Hello, Jenny. May I speak to your mother, please? Mrs. Piper, dear. Thank you. For Pete's sakes, are you going to get my breakfast instead of just sitting there making all these phone calls? Honey, can't you get your own breakfast just one morning when you know how desperate I am? Oh. I have to recruit some workers today. The bazaar is tomorrow. I say hello. Well... Oh, Marion? Listen, do you have any time at all today to come over and help me make some costume headdresses for the children's makeup booth at the bazaar tomorrow? Oh, 300 all told, and I've only made about 100. Indians, pirates, princess crowns. Yes. No, no, no. For 25 cents, the children get any kind of makeup they want put on, you know, plus a headdress of their choice. But we... I didn't find out... It... Oh. Oh. Uh-huh. Well, if... Sure, sure. Well, if you find you do have an extra hour or so that you don't know what to... Uh-huh. Yes. All right, Marion. I know. Yeah, thanks anyway. Goodbye. Boy, it takes emergencies to find out who your friends are. Bill's birthday. She's going to be busy making a cake and so forth. Wouldn't you think she could help me out for an hour or so? Darling, look, don't blame Marion. Just because you're in a jam, you can't expect everybody else to just drop everything and come to the rescue. No, I guess not. Well, Elner and Ann are coming anyhow. And please, try to get home early yourself this afternoon so you can help me too, will you? Please, I mean, if you love me, dear, you'll help me out of this. <laughs> I love you, and I'll try to get home early to help you. Mommy, Mrs. Biter and Mrs. Lundell are here. Oh, wonderful. I'll be right down there. Take them into the dining room. She just put Bobby up for his nap. We've got all the stuff for the headdresses in the dining room here. Good heavens, it looks like a costume factory. Have you been helping too, Betsy? I'm making the Indian headdresses. I cut out strips of cardboard, and then I colored them with zigzags and things. See? Oh, yes. Isn't that pretty? Thank you. Then I just staple an Indian feather on each one, and the band fastens around the head like this, with a rubber band in back. Oh, yes, that's clever. How many do you have to make? Sixty, and I've only made twenty-six so far. It's a job. What, Diane, Elner? Honestly, I can't thank you enough for dropping over to help me out. Well, the SOS you sent out sounded so desperate. Eleanor and I thought we'd better report for work at once. <laughs> well, just yeah. tell us what we have to do. Yeah. The bazaar's tomorrow. Oh, don't I know it? And the next time I'm idiotic enough to accept being chairman of some committee for this bazaar, I better have my head examined. To find out at the last minute that I had to make 300 inexpensive headdresses, I tell you... How come you didn't week? know that? Well, it was a new idea last year, and I wasn't even at the bazaar last year. We didn't go. Why, I've gone crazy this week, rushing around frantically buying materials, you know. Gold paper for the crowns, wet, red cambric for pirates now and Now, calm and down. We're here to help. No good crying <laughs> over spilt milk. Well, Let's get to work. Tell us what we have to do. Yeah. Any no, sewing? No, no, no sewing. I decided to staple everything. Now, Betsy's doing the Indians. Bless her heart. So, Eleanor, if you'll 
If you would cut out the gold crowns for the queens, now there's 60 of them, mm-hmm. there's the heavy gold paper, and the, there's a cardboard model there, you know, to cut yeah. them around. And you finish the brides, I've done 40 of them, they're just this little white headband, you staple a, a square yard of white veiling across the top like this. And uh, then staple a little white paper flower on, on each side. Oh, they're darling. What are the pirates? Well, I got 36 yards of red cambric, cut it into triangular pieces with a pinking shears, and then it ties around the head, well, you know, like this with a, a brass curtain ring for an earring. <laughs> there, I've done 32 of these, but I haven't even started the bridesmaids, and there's 90 of those. Oh, we'll never get them all done. We just won't. We just Well, we won't if we don't get to work. Now, well, come on. That's why we're here. Well, now, let's now, see. Now, where's the scissors so scissors I can cut right out the here. gold crown? And here. the stapler. Well, now, I'll need the stapler. Could I have just one of the staplers I brought home from the office? I mean, if you want me to help with all this. Stapler? No, I took it. I'm sorry. I took it. Oh. What are you looking for, Elner? Somebody took my scissors. Oh, oh I guess I did. I'm sorry. I was cutting more Indian headbands. Hey, who took my sandwich? I, I laid it right down here. Oh. My sandwich right here. Oh, oh, was that yours? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. I thought it was mine. Oh. Man, really. Boy, all I can say is I never thought I'd see the day when I was drafted into... Stapling bridal veils into an assembly line while I munch sandwiches for dinner. And look at the time. We haven't even started the 90 bridesmaids. Well, now, I can start them. What do I do? What are they like? Well, they had to look different from the brides, so I got the idea of taking a large paper doily. Where's the one I made up, Betsy? I don't know. It's such a mess here. I can't find anything. Well, look for it, will you, dear? It's here on the dining room table somewhere. Here it is. Here it is. I I cut the center of the doily out, just leaving a... A sort of three-inch wide circle of lacy paper, you yes. know, like this. Yes. Then I gathered about a yard of bailing. I cut them all of the bailing in squares and stapled it around half the edge of the... Of oh, the it looks right darling, it. doesn't it, Anne? Yeah. Well, it isn't going to be darling making 90 of them. Now, now how do they stay on? Now, here, Betsy, let me put it on your head. You be the model. Come here. <laughs> Turn around, honey. The doily can be pinned on, on each side with bobby pins. You just set it on the head. So oh. then sort of frames the face like a bonnet, sort of, and then the mm. veiling hangs down the back, and I have different colored veilings, blue and pink, green and yellow, and then a flower stapled on the side. Well, mm-hmm. it's a cute idea, just as cute as can be. Yeah, well, look, I agree with Anne. It's not going to be so cute making 90 of them, and I suggest that we get some sense of organization now about this whole business. Somebody cuts the center out of the doily. Somebody staples on the veiling. Somebody else does the flower. All right, all right, Somebody all right. Somebody answers well, we, the phone. Yeah, can you get it, dear? I'll show Anne how to start these. Boy, the next time you tell somebody you'll be chairman or something, you better find out exactly what's involved. All right, all right. Oh. Just get the phone. Anne, if you start yeah. cutting the round centers out of the doily, uh, I'll be through right. with the pirate scars, and then I'll help you with... Well, I've all lost my scissors right. again. It must be under something. Scissors. Oh. Scissors. Why don't we put up a card table? Oh. Betsy's right. There's such a mess here. Yeah, yeah I know. It's a, it's a Mrs. Bush. She wants to know if you had enough high school girls to help put their makeup on tomorrow. Oh, I said it's a Mrs. Bush. I heard you. Well, do you have enough? I don't have any. Mrs. Bush, she doesn't have any. You mean you were supposed to line up high school girls to Yes, I mean, I guess so. Anyhow, I forgot. When I heard about having to make these 300 headdresses, I was so flabbergasted, I forgot about everything else. Mrs. Bush wants to know if you checked Uh, with the grounds committee about the number of tables and chairs you need for the booth. Grounds committee? Tables? Chairs? Also, uh, have you had the posters made up? What posters? Mrs. Bush, my wife has just collapsed into a chair. Her last words were, what posters? 
Uh-huh. Honestly, this uh-huh. is just terrible. Mrs. Bush is the drama teacher at the high school. She was on the committee for this booth last year, and she says she'll be glad to drop over tonight if you need any more help. <laughs> I need any more help? And get sex. her some coffee, and I'll oh. get her some aspirin. <gasps> now, for goodness sakes, pull yourself together. Don't have a nervous breakdown yeah. over this spring bazaar. I think so, yes. I don't know why we have them anyhow. We barely All make right. expenses. Thank I don't you. know Thank why you, we Mrs. do Bush. either. Just Goodbye. makes me sick. Here, dear, here. Have a hot cup of coffee now. I must say I don't see how you let Mrs. Houston talk you into being chairman of a makeup booth anyhow. I was watching a TV show months ago when she called. You know how mad people get when you say you're watching something and can't talk? So I just said, yes, 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 I'd do it to get her off the phone. Anyhow, I just thought I'd been putting makeup on children for a play or something. Well, you should have found out exactly what was involved for a week now. Our life has been turned upside down just because of all this idiotic headdress business. Now, I don't mean to be unpleasant about this, but I think you women should have... Should have outside activities, but then you have to learn some system of organization. Oh, I mean it, honey. Goodness, leave her alone. She's upset enough. Anyhow, you sound just like Fred. What do you husbands mean by a system of organization? Yes, you men act as though it's the simple answer to everything. First of all, women should learn to delegate authority. You always think you can do something better yourselves. That's where you make your mistake. When you're appointed chairman of something, find out exactly how much work is involved, form a committee, and apportion all the work to various committee members. Now, for example... Darling, we don't have time to listen to examples. I've got the idea. So would my present committee get to work on these various headdresses? I'll make more coffee and sandwiches. What do you suppose this Mrs. Bush meant? Did I have the posters made up? I don't know. I don't know. But we'll know soon. She's on her way over. Mrs. Bush, all I can say is you sound like a fairy godmother, really. (laughs) Well, the first thing to do is stop worrying. I should have called you sooner since I was on this committee last year and know all about it, but I've been so busy at school. I'll get busy and help with these headdresses, but the first thing I'd better do is call Bob Cooper. He's in charge of the grounds committee, and we'll need six card tables and 12 chairs and one long table. Uh Then I'll call one of my art students and have him make up a long poster showing the kinds of headdresses the children can choose from. He's a very clever boy, very talented, Uh and he'll have it ready by morning. Then I'll call some of my drama students to help with me. Up. I made a list. Carol Banzac, Cindy uh-huh. Tyler, Wilson yeah. Lineborough, Paula DeMeo, Ellen Kaplan, Helen Hills, Beverly Lobdell, and Frank Palumbo. He's very good at making up the children who want to be clowns. And uh-huh. Well, all I can say is Mrs. Bush. Goodness! I, uh, oh, my goodness, call me Katie. <laughs> oh. No sense being formal, since we'll probably all be up together all night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Katie, all I can say is it's a pleasure to see a woman who has a sense of organization. Well, it's a pleasure to hear a man say I have one. My husband thinks I'm hopeless. Oh, well. <laughs> well, I'll make these calls, and then I'll help you with the headdresses. Uh, by the way, since I'm calling the grounds committee, do you have anything more you need for your booth? No, 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 I'm all set. My goodness, are you chairman of something, too? Oh, yes, he's chairman of the barbecue grill. Don't you remember, Eleanor? He was at the first meeting of the chairman when we had that... Oh. I, I started to tell you earlier here. tonight when I was giving examples of how to organize. I, I just made George Buttram assistant chairman of my committee. You know, George loves to run George. things. George? George Buttram? Yeah, George Buttram, yeah. He said, leave everything to him. I, you know, I was busy. I didn't have time to figure What's out it? how many hot dogs and hamburgers and sacks here. of potato chips... And he's in the grocery business, don't you see? George knows all about it. But he's in your 
up. Uh. The Buttrams left a month ago, oh, dear. Yes, I know they did. I know George and Alice very well. Alice is English, you know, and her mother lives in London, and she was suddenly taken ill. So George and Alice flew over very unexpectedly. Yes, I saw Alice on the street. She was getting her passport. In Europe. In Europe. Yes, yes, dear. Well, I know they went. George is in Europe. Why Sam Hill didn't he call me? Well, honey, if they left because Alice's mother was ill, I suppose they didn't have time to think about the spring bazaar and hot dogs. Oh, Do you mean you've done nothing about feeding all the people tomorrow? Well, there's always at least 500 of oh, oh, more yes, than that. And hot dogs and hamburgers and cupcakes. And I think you're in charge of ginger ale and things like that, too. Don't collapse into a chair. We'll all pitch in and try to help you, dear. Well, I'll tell you one thing. It'll be a long time before you hear any more about having a sense of organization. <laughs> oh, oh no, George went to The Couple Next Door stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunt. 